You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Top 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. It is Friday. We've been waiting for this day, y'all, huh? (laughs) We've been waiting for it, but it's a good Friday. I hope you all have had a wonderful, wonderful day. And that is, a, that is a brilliant way to bring in that Friday energy. It is the birthday of Shakira. The, you know, she is the, she's known for her, her hips shaking and whatnot. I mean, you know, teach us your ways, Shakira. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. I uh, hope you guys are doing fantastic. I am uh, doing well. Oh, shout out. I see. I, but first of all, I see you guys. Raw Squad is already in the YouTube building. I see you guys. And it's so good to see you all chiming in already. But I'd like to give a shout out because uh, to Benita Jelaine. She she hooked me up with this this hoodie. It's it's famous ish. <laughs> I thought I I thought a lot of people would get a kick out of that. People who want to call me, like my family likes to make fun and they call me famous and I I push back and I'm like, I am not. But then this is a perfect little balance, famous-ish, uh, by her her line called Retro. So shout out to Bonita Jelaine. Thank you so much for the hoodie. Um, let's see. We we do have some, uh, some updates that I want to get to you guys. It's sad, but I have to report the fact that... Um, you may have heard already, but the former football player and actor, Carl Weathers, um, he passed away at age 76. You might remember him or know him most notably recently. I won't even say most notably because it depends on which era. Um, recently as Apollo Creed. But you remember, you know, Creed had been going on for a while as well as Rocky. But um, you also might remember him from Action Jackson. That's a throwback. I used to love that movie. Um, he passed away at age 76, too. Uh, so we're sending our condolences to uh, his family, his friends, and those fans of Carl Weathers who loved him. Um, so in other news, Monique, <laughs> you know, it's been interesting. We're going to talk a little bit about this uh, Club Shay Shay because Shannon Sharp. He had, you you know, he had the, the most watched interview with with Cat uh, Williams most recently. But the numbers started to dwindle a little bit from, you know, these other conversations that he's had. Not not bad, though. He's doing very, very well. Um, but Monique says that she's up next and she says she is not pulling any stops. OK, she is uh, or she is pulling all the stops rather. And um, she says the truth and nothing but the truth. So. I'm interested to see what Monique is going to be talking about. She might drop some some information that we've never heard before. So we have that to look forward to. Also, Universal Music Group has officially pulled their artist's music from TikTok. And a lot of people aren't happy about that, especially TikTok. They actually uh, made a statement um, and you would expect them to. They made a statement saying that clearly universal self-serving actions are not in the best interest of artists, uh, songwriters, and fans. And I think that's that's interesting. There are already a few artists who've spoken up about it who aren't happy about that either. Because, you know, these people who a lot of people have gotten their notoriety from their from TikTok playing their music and a lot of these trends that you know uh, people start dancing to their music and getting their songs played. So um, I don't know. We'll see if anything uh, if something happens from that. If there are any changes, 
for from Universal Music to TikTok. We'll see. Um, all right. My question before we get started, I will put this over in our chat. But the question is, Tyrese, <laughs> we probably got to talk about this as a real topic on Monday. But Tyrese uh, said that he wishes that he was born Latino. He wishes he was born Latino. Now, he he has his reasons, and uh, people are going in about his reasons. But he basically uh, is saying that because of their, their values, and he wishes that black people had the values that Latinos do. So my question is, have you ever thought now, you can, you, you will remain anonymous on, <laughs> on the poll, but I want you to answer, frankly, be honest about it. Have you ever wondered or thought, or wished that you were born another nationality, a different nationality. Um, I'm going to put that in our YouTube poll. But let's go ahead and get into the Rob Report, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. We are talking a little bit about Shannon Sharp because we have uh, we have something to discuss. This was recently talked about from uh, Avi Bernard covering for Ariva Martin. I, I want to talk about it just briefly because we have someone, our contributor today, who is going <laughs> to she's going to do a wonderful job of adding her her position on this topic. Uh, we'll talk about that. But we are mainly talking about Kenan Thompson, who he opened up about the fact that he lost one point five million dollars from a dirty accountant. He gave away his power of attorney and he lost all that money. This is when he was younger, but he recovered. Man, did he recover. Um, so he he has a book out, if you didn't know. We'll talk about that. And, and, and here's the big part. The accountant who did him dirty was a black man, an older black man. Um, so when we start doing well for ourselves and we, we talk about black power and we talk about black excellence and we talk about Black History Month and all that, but we try to put our trust and funds into the hands of other black people sometimes um you know things don't end up really good so we'll talk about that and our thoughts behind it also wendy williams you know there is a lifetime documentary on wendy williams that's it's the trailer is out and it is not looking good and um you know, but just like Kenan Thompson was able to recover him, himself and his money, I'm wondering if there's any hope for Wendy Williams to recover. It, will, will we watch her rise again? Because it seems as though the world is pretty much watching her downfall right now. We'll discuss it, uh, open it up to you guys, too. If you ever want to call in uh, and add to the conversation, you could do that at 1-800-920-1580. Uh, we're going to get to all of it on the other side. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robin the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. You know, it is Friday. I'm excited to have this conversation with our contributor who is on the line with us, Stephanie. Oh, how are you today, Stephanie? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. And you know what? I wouldn't want to start the conversation with anybody other than you. We are going to talk about this very quickly. Um, recently, that you know, uh, Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco often have like some uh, conversations online. They stream. It's a nightcap, okay? So they 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 talk online um, and they live stream it. And the conversation mm -hmm. came up recently about. Um, Taylor Swift and how she moves the needle and actually Shannon Sharp says kind of like Michael Jackson she's like the closest person to move the needle pretty much since like Michael and when Ocho Cinco mentioned well what about Beyonce 
Shannon Sharp says no. Um, basically, that that's not necessarily he, he doesn't agree with that, right? Um, I know that mm-hmm. you are a Beyonce stand, and I know there's so much conversation <laughs> around um, around pitting two women against each other, pitting a, a white woman against a black woman. There's all this conversation around that. Do you see anything wrong with him? Number one, just giving Taylor Swift props because what we're watching is obviously. Taylor Swift is is huge. She's a mega artist, but also the fact that uh, she's showing up, she's dating um, Travis Kelsey. She's showing up at all the games. Uh, she's adding all this value to the NFL. So, what do you take? What is your take on him mentioning that, and then him thinking not even Beyonce has as much reach as she does? Um, I think that, and I'm going to try to keep it as really quick as I can. I think that. Um, there's nothing wrong with giving her props. Um, I do think that there is um, a lot to be said about uh, the comments. And in and, and, and Taylor Swift, you know, you got to give her her props for a lot of things. I think, though, that um, she has a great, a huge fan base. She has a huge fan base. Um, and she leverages that huge fan base mm-hmm. and she moves the needle in that way. Um, I think in terms of her ability to do new and innovative things, she doesn't really do those things. That's mm-hmm. where Beyonce is someone, you know, that's where Beyonce is, is actually, uh, I want to say better in that way. But I think the what really is the case here is that we have to really see is, um, when when you're thinking about talent wise and innovation and all these things where you're looking at how black women just have to be a hundred times better mm. to get compared mm-hmm. to or work a hundred times harder to get compared Specs. to someone who to I guess mediocrity. I don't want to say that she's mediocre, but you know, if you're comparing talent for talent, it it doesn't really add up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, and it's like, you know, he makes good points that yeah, she moves the needle and but she's not a Michael Jackson. Um, she's not a Beyonce. If you're comparing all the things that they do to her abilities, they're not the same. Mm-hmm. But she does get the eyeballs and things like that because, you know, unfortunately, when you're not black, you are able to do to get away with sure not having to be that great very very well said i i think um i found something and i agree with you i actually found another comment that i wanted to read that i agree with as well uh this comes from a woman named kamara williams she says my problem with shannon Sharp's statement comparing beyonce to taylor swift is uh is not only that it's inaccurate but it, it was unnecessary uh she says taylor swift is undoubtedly an icon, which she is. I agree with that. Her artistry and success cannot or should not be ever questioned or uh, denied. End of story. So, but here's here's where we go into Beyonce just a little bit. Beyonce is bigger than an icon. She's a ubiquitous institution. That's a fact <laughs> because the shifts uh, she shifts cultures, attitudes, trends, and people. There are literally college courses dedicated to her artistic vision. I will say though that there are college courses also dedicated to Taylor Swift. Um, she says uh, to reduce someone like this to a simple prism of sales and popularity is an injustice to what this person represents. Um, so I would agree with that. I'm just curious about um, the. You know, I, I don't know if there again, there are conversations about um, when we 
when we uplift a white woman over a black woman. There are those types of conversations. I don't know if it's necessary, especially the two of them are completely they're supportive of one another. They encourage one another. They show up at each other's events and, um, mm-hmm. you know, concerts and releases and all these different things. And so I don't know that it's a necessary uh, if it's if it needs to continue, if the conversation needs to continue at all. So I'll just I'll just right. say that. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. We can love both women. We can love both. Um. Okay, now that we got that out the way, can we can we jump into <laughs> Kenan Thompson, who talked about the fact that he lost one point five million dollars? Do we have that um, clip? Let's go ahead and listen to him explain this on the Breakfast Club. So yeah, you you got a so, chapter title called "I'm Glad I Went Broke." Mm-hmm. When did that happen? You've been <laughs> you've been working since at least ninety five. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, like. I've been blessed to to continue working, but yeah, I had a bad accountant and it came to the light around 99, like around 2000, which was really bad timing because that's right when I left my consistent gig, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then I went into being an adult actor for hire Mm -hmm. and that is very hit and miss. So it was, you know, some good jobs like I did Felicity, that was cool, but it was like six months until... Love don't cost a thing. You know what I mean? I was happy to get love don't cost things. My brother Nick's movie, that was fun, but it was still broke. You know what I mean? Like just money enough for the rent kind of thing. And yeah, that you know the accountant. Okay, um, well th- he he goes on further. I think there's more of that clip, but he goes on further to talk about uh, the fact that he let a man who his mother used to help get him out of tax trouble. She helped or he helped his mother get her taxes together. But, you know, we're talking about a lot less money, you know, maybe fifty thousand dollars or so. And this was mm-hmm. a woman who his mother trusted and then uh, referred him over to her son, Kenan Thompson. And this man, who was an elderly black man, was signed power of attorney over his over his estate or his finances and was able to take one point five million dollars. Um where I want to go with this, this is, by the way, uh, this comes from Kenan Thompson's book. It's called When I Was Your Age, Life Lessons, Funny Stories, um, and uh, parent or and Questionable Parenting Advice. Um, basically, I I don't know. I've, I've had this conversation before. It saddens me because we're, we're always trying to talk about we need to support black. We need to support black businesses, black entrepreneurs and all of the above. But sometimes and actually oftentimes we've we've talked many, many stories and brought many stories to this podcast here or this radio show here on um, how when we do use black uh, pe- we use black people to help us with our business and help further us along. Oftentimes they do us dirty. I mean, here we are and you know, it's black history month and you know, that's what we're trying to root for everybody black. But what do we do when you can't trust black? Is that why many people um, end up going to other others <laughs> to, to handle their finances? And that's the sad thing about it because, you know, we go to others thinking that we can't trust each other and you know the others will do us wrong and we can't trust them either but we feel like we can trust them better than we can trust each other it's so sad mm. and you know and I, this actually it, it almost as you were speaking about that it almost reminds me of the, the Keith Lee incident that's going on right now with the food truck 
in Dallas mm-hmm. where I don't know if you heard that story. He tips the the lady with the food truck four thousand dollars to pay if oh oh well we'll have to talk about that one for the next raw <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> it's a long story so we can't get into it all right now okay but it's a crazy story but it just goes to show you know that it's like sometimes we we do us bad and we shouldn't you know we should be looking out for each other more than anything because the world does us bad enough you know mm-hmm. and so it's a really disheartening story that um out of everyone who who was going to do a young black kid bad, it was an, a black, an older black male at that. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who's supposed to be a mentor and look out for him and make sure that he's set up for life so that he could set up future generations for life. And you know, I, I just hate to hear that. Yeah, no, I I do too. I don't know what to do about a, a situation like that because on one hand. We knock all the black people that we know about who are who become successful, who use white people, Jewish people, anybody else other than black people to handle all of their affairs. I mean, whether it's the finances or people who are, um, you know, they they run their life management agents, all of all of this stuff. We um, we we tend to be like, oh, now that you got on, you don't want to use your people. You you know, you've abandoned your people. But it's not that. It's just that. Well, there's a few things here. You have stories like this where every all black people we've been behind so long. We're just trying to get on. We're just trying to come up. And so when you have an opportunity, do you do you let your uh, morals be compromised and do somebody dirty? So that you can finally get on because you've been trying to uh, get ahead for so long. So do you do that to your own people? It's that. And then it's also the fact that black people just this is a blanket statement as a whole. Black people haven't had enough time to really, really buckle down and become experts in in solidified uh, experts in their field, meaning managing millions and millions of dollars to be trusted like that. So that's why it seems as though we have to go to the other people. We've got to go to someone else, um, a white person or anybody else to in order to handle our finances because they they've been doing this for years. You know, this is uh, this is something that they've been doing and handling this amount of money for years. Um, let's go ahead and get to this uh, comment, this uh, this Wait, this is, oh, uh, this is Forrest from Compton, California, about black business. Hey, Forrest. Hey, what's up, Ra? How you doing? Good. I'm great. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks. Uh, you know, I have a, uh, I've experienced this a lot, you know, have a business, a couple of them, but one that I started was, uh, I, you know, I picked floors. And so mm-hmm. uh, I'll have a, I'll go in and I'll give my quote and, you know, they obviously know about me and, and they, you know, call, but they try to go with someone else. And then I always say, you know, you go with my first price because when I come back after the person you chose mess it up, you're going to pay mm-hmm. double mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. But I think it's up to each individual person to do what you're supposed to do really the first time. And, try to uh make it to where people don't have that look you know when it comes to us because i know a lot of people that say they they just won't do business with other black businesses because there's always seem to be some type of issue you know but it's like you said before when you go to let's say walmart and you know you have an issue 
you go to another Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't say I'm not. Or ever the going same to Walmart. Walmart. You might leave in in, in exactly. return to the same Walmart with no problem. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know we have to purposely seek out each other. You know until we find the right person. You know when it comes to that, or do your due diligence and check and double check and make sure that they are a reputable place and a, a reputable company. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It kind of goes both ways. Yeah. As of right now, though, I know you do business. Do you um, do you try your best to uh, utilize bl- other black uh, accountants? Oh, and, always. And, okay. So you do. Always. Okay. Always. My, my, uh, my yard, my yard guy, my, my mechanic, my, you know, I try to find us first. Mm. Uh, even when I go to buy equipment or, or supplies or things like that, I try to find black companies that do the same thing and if i have issues a lot of times i'll go back and i'll just tell them straight up say look you know uh you got to do better Mm. they say i'm going to give you another chance i've given a lot of black businesses another chance i didn't just you know forget about doing uh, working with them and move on i told them what they need to do to fix it and if they don't or they do the same thing then i'll move on well, yeah, we appreciate you for that, Forrest. Um, we need more people like you looking out for us. Thank you so much for your call. Um, we're not done with the conversation, though. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about this this Wendy Williams story. I personally, I'm an optimist. I have hope for people. I believe that we will see the rise, hopefully, the rise of Wendy Williams again. We'll talk about that on the other side. But right now, we've got news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're just joining us, like Brandy Renee over here in YouTube, she is part of the Raw Squad. Hey to you, Brandy. Um, if you're just joining us, we are having this conversation about uh, Kenan Thompson and the fact that he lost $1.5 million to a dirty accountant. <laughs> I'm not laughing at him. That is just really crazy. And we're just talking about, and Forrest, I appreciate you calling with your comment. And and how do we support black people while still trying to protect ourselves? And uh, is there a way? How do you find people that you trust? I have, thank you, Lord. I found, you know, black owned family business of uh, of accountants and people who take care of our taxes. And hopefully if you find someone like that and they grow with you and they, and they stand, they, they, show that they've been trustworthy over years uh, of time. Uh, hopefully, you know, again, everybody can find that same situation. We're on the phone with Stephanie O. And uh, Stephanie O, I don't know that there is something we can do about that. I don't know. Do you have any any ideas or uh, or anything that you would want to say to black people just as a – and what I mean is, like, once we get an opportunity, I think this is what we fail – a lot of people fail to realize – that you will come across an opportunity, whether it's a good one or it could be a shady one, you still will come across an opportunity to come up, right? And you can do it the slow route. Maybe maybe it's, it'll be slow in nature or it could be fast and shady. Um, how do we hold on to our morals and just have faith that at some point we will get ahead? We will make the money that we think we're, we're owed. I mean... You, you said it exactly right from that standpoint, you know, is that we just have to have patience. We have to trust in the process, um, understand that 
what is for us is for us, you know, and so we don't have to really rush it. Um, as far as like on the other side, you know, as far as us not giving us up on us as a people, um, that we, we have to, like Forrest said, like in that conversation, the whole conversation there is just, you know, mm-hmm. it, we don't give up on us, you know, like we, we, we're going to go through things with us. We're going to have a negative experience, just like we have a ne- negative experience on the other side with white people. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a negative experience between each other. So don't yeah. give up on us. If we have a negative experience with us, let's find someone else and, you know, keep it going and, and try to, you know, find some, because it, it's not all black businesses are bad. You know Very what I true. mean? Um, you know, we may come across some that are, but not all of us are bad. I've done business with great, amazing black businesses, black owned, black family owned, new and some that have been around forever. So not all black businesses are bad. You're, you're going to run across janky businesses no matter who owns them <laughs> of what race, what nationality. And if we can trust other people to uh, handle our money, that we can trust people who come from our background. So you just want to do a good job of vetting like you would anyone else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> let go and let God. Yeah. You know, and hope for the best. But, I, I, first of all, I love the fact that you said the word janky is my favorite word. I love that you said janky. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Um, and speaking of nationalities and other people, uh, let me get your take on before we move into the next conversation. The question is, because Tyrese went ahead and mentioned the fact that he wishes he was born Latino. And um, so the question here over in our YouTube is, have you ever wished you were born a different nationality? And I said, be honest, because this is anonymous, but you, you, I'm putting you on blast stephanie uh have you ever and not necessarily wished you know that doesn't mean wishing against your own or you know not loving who you are in your own skin but maybe wondering uh or wishing that you were born of a different nationality have you ever um kind of sort of okay and i'll say when i was little so i'm nigerian my parents are nigerian both my parents i was born and raised in america though Um, so when I was younger, when I was a kid, I just wanted to be full blood, straight American, Mm. um, like full blood, straight American. I have like a Nigerian last name, all that. I wanted to be straight American. It was not cool to be a Nigerian kid Mm -hmm. as a kid. Right Mm -hmm. now, as I'm older, oh, I'm deep, especially now that Afro beats is cool. I'm deep in it. (laughs) I'm loving this Nigerian thing. I'm loving this whole Nigerian thing. This is cool. Okay. You know, as a yeah. kid, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest as a kid. However, I have a very different experience because of the fact that I grew up more African American than I did African, if okay. that makes sense. Yes. Um yes. I was I grew up in a more African American household than African. Um my uh parents worked a lot. So I was in, I had a babysitter that I was in their home from when I got off of school mm. until about 10, 11 p.m. at night, went home, went to sleep, went to school. Like I was never home, yeah. basically. Yeah. So they basically raised me, went to church with them, spent the weekends with them. So I was basically raised in an African-American household anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was just african by name almost okay. that's about it <laughs> yeah so i got the best of both worlds i guess but okay. now that i'm older and i get to like get more involved with the Af- the african part of my culture and go and visit and all this other stuff i'm in, i'm just enjoying it a whole lot more now yeah um 
So, yeah, I get it, but never that I wanted to be another culture in terms of race. I would okay. never want to be anything other than black. Being black is lit. Yeah, yeah. Like, nothing else. <laughs> fair. Uh, very, very fair. Okay. All right. I, I hear that, and I'm with you on that. Um, let's go ahead and move into this Wendy Williams conversation, because speaking of losing money from people uh, who you thought you could trust and turns out you couldn't trust them, like Kenan Thompson, Wendy Williams, I mean, there is this lifestyle or, excuse me, lifetime documentary that's getting ready to come out. The the trailer is out and everybody's talking about it. And it looks really sad. You know, we hadn't heard from Wendy Williams in quite some time. She's no longer on radio. She's no longer on television. Um, We had heard stories for quite some time. She does have money, but they locked her money up. It was frozen. Then we had been hearing she doesn't have any money. Her son lost his, you know, sort of penthouse that was over in in, uh, Miami. We have been hearing all these different types of things, and now we're getting ready to see for ourselves some of what's happening with her and her lifestyle and those people who are around her. But all people, and I didn't want to play the trailer because there's a lot of different elements in there you got so many different people talking about it um we have a lot of people talking and talking and you know I I just wanted to talk more so about there are people around her such as her son her sister they're uh, they're saying different things like you know she's an alcoholic she is uh maybe suffering for some from some kind of like mental health or something like that she says she doesn't have any money um we are essentially watching the downfall of Wendy Williams. I don't know if you would agree with that, but my question is, do you have the same hope? You know, there are some people who you look at as uh, non-exempt, right? Or, or they are exempt from maybe some of the things that we tend to go through in life. You know, it just seems like they have that bounce back ability And Wendy Williams, for some reason, she reminds me of that type of person that against all odds, she's going to be okay. And do you feel that same way? Do you feel at some point we're going to see sort of a rise for Wendy Williams again, maybe in podcast or some other area? Um, I don't know if we'll see Wendy back in media. I just want to see Wendy back in a good, healthy space. Yeah. I'll be content with that. Um, I don't know if we'll see her back in media. Media itself is something that's changing and it's getting in a weird space as it is. And so it's really hard to even know where that's going. But I I think that in in terms of her health and all the things that's happening with her and, you know, I watched that trailer and she just did not look well. Um, And, you know, in, in age, you know, she's aging and there's just so much. And I don't know is she'll be able to, uh, with everything that's going on, handle all of that that comes with having to work so much, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just think that I would be content with her just being in a healthy space where she just, you know, is not hurting, is not, a, you know, in a place where she feels like she needs to drink, is not confused. Is not, you know, just yep. in a better space than where she is now. Cause, you know, I don't know when they recorded a lot of this, but, you know, I've been, a lot of the, the reports I've been reading, a lot of people don't know where she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know if she's safe. They don't, nothing, you know, it's just a big mystery surrounding Wendy. And I, I would be better off, you know, if she is just 
healthy and safe mm-hmm. and with her family and her money is not where God knows where, Yeah, you know. Yeah, there are a lot of different sort of takes on this. Some people are looking at uh, at her sort of life and um, the spiraling of her life. And they say, um, you know, this is karma for all the things she's ever said, all the, you know, beef she's ever started up with people, all the time she's had tea, reporting tea on people, you know, all the whole thing that is Wendy Williams, you know, we know that it was gossip. It was salacious. It was um, sometimes pretty nasty. Um, And a lot of people have that take on it. Like, okay, this is karma. But I will say this. More than the karma thing, I think that the world loves a great underdog story. And they rally mm-hmm. behind an underdog. And so uh, some people, though, even though they've they've spiraled uh, downward, are not able to come back just because they can't get the um, they can't get the the power of the people behind them any longer. For some reason, they, they don't have a likable factor or something. I still feel like Wendy has maybe a likable factor that uh, will that will help get it'll rally the people. And so hopefully she would be maybe that underdog that people will get behind. But I feel like you, if as long as she's healthy and we can say, you know what, whatever happens with her life, she can continue to live on the money that she's made. Hopefully there still is some that is maybe it's just frozen and she didn't have access to it. But, you know, maybe that'll work itself out. Um, but even if it's not in media anymore, that's fine. I just feel like as long as she's uh, she's safe and she's healthy and she can get back to a happiness, I'd be okay with that. I feel like I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Do you think that she has a enough of a likable quality that people will get behind her, whatever she chooses to do? I think so. I think okay. so. I think enough people are concerned enough um, about her well-being, especially um, and I think that d- despite, you know, the fact that she uh, did a- and said a lot of salacious things back in the day, she is still Wendy Williams. She's still a legend. And so I, I think that people care and uh, just want to make sure she's well. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, Marcus Atkins says this Wendy documentary came out of nowhere. She must have a contract obligation. I, I do agree with that. I mean, it did come out of nowhere because no one was talking about it or I, I didn't hear anything about it. So it just kind of seemed a little interesting. But hey, however, she's got to make money. Get that money. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at her for that. So hopefully she's getting paid for it. And hopefully no one is no one has the power of attorney to kind of keep that money from her. So um, Stephanie O. We appreciate you so very much. Thank you for coming on to The Raw Report. Will you please let everybody know, of course, where they can find you online? Of course, you guys can always find me on all social media channels at 11-8, E-L-E-B-E-N, and the number 8. The number 8. Well, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night and enjoy the weekend. I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Okay, take care. Um... Yeah, Lavelle says Wendy rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, but she doesn't deserve this. I hope she wins. That's a perfect way to uh, segue out of that. When we come forward, we do have a Who's Got Next. You probably have already heard the song, but this, trust me, trust me. And when I say believe (laughs) that she definitely has next on the other side, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. 
Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Rob the Report. Report. With Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. All right. Uh, did you guys realize that the date is 2224? You're welcome. Angel numbers, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. I told you earlier that Universal Music Group is taking or they have already taken their music off of TikTok. And this particular woman is not happy about it. This is how she blew up in the first place. But this lady, you probably know her name by now. And you definitely know this song, maybe even from TikTok. Let's go ahead and get into this. This is Money Long, Made For Me. at the comments and I love what you guys are talking about it's very funny but yes this song is it's a certified bop um y'all love money long clearly you love this song Forrest says that's grown and sexy yes it is um <laughs> young singer with a grown folks feel you know very true she she uh happened to come on the scene with that other song y'all know tiktok made it <laughs> made it a big song it was all about i think a lot of people were putting like collages of you know their relationship together over that song and um they're doing something similar here but yeah we love money long unfortunately it looks like we will not be hearing her music on tiktok so but she's already a star that's great she's got next for sure for sure Definitely a great uh, conversation with you all. Thank you for your engagement. Thank you to Stephanie O for calling in today. Um, we, you know, we're right back at it again next week. Ooh, what are your plans over the weekend? Andy, what are your plans? Are you chilling? He's sleeping. All right. I, I will sleep a little bit. But, you know, it is Grammy week over here. So I'm getting ready to hit a carpet tonight. And by the way, what I don't want you to miss is the um, Urban One Honors. That's coming up in February, the latter part, February 25th. They are honoring Frankie Beverly, the living le legend. Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, February 25th. That's a Sunday. 8, 7 Central. And, uh, and it's on one TV. So you guys definitely do not want to miss that. Well, again, <laughs> bring back Vine, DJ Black 909 says. Ah, I, I was never on Vine. They say t TikTok is the new Vine, but I was never on Vine. Uh, anyway, you guys, it has been a lovely week. Thank you for holding me down, Ross Squad. I appreciate all of you guys. And again, we will be right back at it on Monday with a fantastic show. I'm looking forward to that. You guys be safe, be good, be healthy, be happy, all of the above. My name is Robin Ayers. And remember, today and every day forward, be a blessing.